Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. How's your butt? Good, good morning. morning. Welcome to I Love You, Okay? We just watched. Yeah, but... Okay, nope. There's an elephant in the room. Uh-oh. My, my wife is wearing my mother's clothes, <laughs> and I'm just supposed to pretend like it's not happening. Is it weird for you? No, because I've never seen my mother wear that shirt. It's just funny. <laughs> well, Matt was wearing this, like, I wouldn't say gingham plaid. Oh, I thought you were going to say geeky. <laughs> Gingham. He was wearing this like plaid, like pink and blue and white uh, shirt over yeah. um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and then your mother. It's who, on my Instagram. Yeah, and your mother. <laughs> he's holding the shirt up. She's like, "Oh, I have that shirt." <laughs> so she goes into her closet and gets out the shirt. It's exactly the same. Um, it's so close. They're definitely the same colors. Yeah, the same colors. And uh, she's like, Gladys, here it is if you want to take it home. And I'm like, I'm not going to take that shirt home. And she just kept saying it. And then she would leave it closer and closer to like <laughs> our bedroom. So I finally was like, I'm just I, I'm not going to fight her on this. So I'll take it. And then today I have two auditions and it's the perfect shirt for both auditions. Good. So I wore it. Plus, I have no clean clothes. So good. she's a pusher. She is a pusher. If it was drugs, man, I'd be loaded right Take now. Take uh, here. Do you want these slippers? <laughs> I even put those in my suitcase. I was like, these slippers suck. Then. Matthew, do you need warm socks here? And I'm like, I'm not gonna fit into your socks, mom. Oh my god, bless her heart. Bless her heart. She's great. Yes, she is great. But it is you. I do. I do have to be like, stop. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. Thank you. Thank you so much. No. Right. No. I relate no. to that. I relate to the fixer, to the fixer. Let me fix yeah. it. Let me fix right, it. Right, right, right. It'll make me feel better if I'm fixing something. Speaking of fixing things, we just watched a marriage story. I. You know what I meant to tell you? I already watched it without you. <laughs> oh, no. We were going to talk about that. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Um, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't find it important to to experience something at the same time. Just that we no, both that's bullshit. You it. do though. How? Well, we watch John Oliver together. We don't watch that alone. If but like Stranger Things, we watch that together. Yes, we did. But I don't. No, we do. We did. You're like, that's in the past, Pally. <laughs> no, you're right. But I mean, I just, I, I don't think it, I don't, I wouldn't get hurt. I don't think if you did, I wouldn't take it personally. I, I take a lot of things personally, but I, yeah. I'm trying not to. Well, so do I. But I mean, it's, but it, it, like the, I mean, the thing that comes to mind is, Can is, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down. Is, I've been making her stand this whole time <laughs> on wooden shoes. Is it Okay. Wooden shoes. She's been standing on bottles. <laughs> Do you remember when we were going to watch that Eddie Murphy movie, Life Together, and I watched it alone instead? Yeah, that's what almost caused our divorce. Um, that's what almost made us get. Anyway, it was a, it was not real. Like the Good Place, we were watching that together, and then you just kept watching it, and then I was like, oh, and then I 
didn't watch it. And then you, part of it was like, I, I hate making all these you statements. That's so like something I want to talk about and about the movie. Yet you continue to do it. Well, I lost interest. Well, it was also it's just like you were you you just kept saying to me, "Oh my god, it's such a good show. You have to watch it." And I was like, "I don't want to now." The same well, thing with Barry. Barry I didn't was remember that. Well, it was well, just that's my selfishness, and I apologize. Yeah, I'm not trying to. No, I I didn't say you were. I'm just taking ownership of something that I thought was not a big deal. Yeah, and... but didn't you? I thought you did it with Barry. No, Barry, I, I did do it you were, out of spite. You were being vindictive. Yes, 100% out of spite. I was like, well, if you're going to be like that, who knows? Who, you think you I were remember ups- why? You were upset was... about something and you were like, this. <laughs> my chair broke. Every time we start podcasting, something in our house breaks. I thought I thought that I just wanted to hurt you. Oh, quick update. The, the plumber came by and was like, I have no idea what happened. That was with the your weirdest toilet. thing. It was just like the exorcist came into our house. and The exorcist. No, the exorcist is, well, the, he's the, priest. is the priest. Yeah. Satan, Satan take, came into our toilet. <laughs> through our toilet. Reagan, the 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 little girl. <laughs> President Reagan. President Reagan, who is Satan. There you <laughs> who go. Is Satan. There you go. Uh, why did, so, you, oh, well, you just, you don't, no, even I don't remember, remember. like, wouldn't it be amazing if, if I could remember why I was mad at you for something? Right. Most of the things that I'm in our relationship, most of the times I've been mad at you, it has been based in not a lot. Like there are things that I've gotten mad at you for that were justified anger. Yeah. But most of the time it's just like, I'm, I'm telling myself a story and then I'm punishing you for that story. And who are you in the story? The victim, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but your cousin Sarah said it was like, was she? She was half serious. Like it's up. It's as bad as cheating. Like watching oh, yeah. watching okay, the okay. show so without we are talking about. So we asked on my on our Facebook group um, on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me on the day of your daughter's wedding to your daughter's wedding. I literally couldn't remember if I'd said that. Um, <laughs> and uh, Oh, we asked, like, if you and your partner were watching something together and the other person watched ahead, would you be upset? And yeah, my cousin Sarah was like, I w- kind of want to read her comment because it was so good. It was like, it would be akin to cheating. But then my cousin Sarah is very funny and she makes jokes. So maybe she was kidding. But I don't know. There's no jokes. But there's no everything's jokes. based in truth. Um, I mean, part of me is like, like I did try to hurt you with that, so I knew that it would hurt you. I knew that it would be like, this is our thing together. Now I'm going to do it alone. So fuck you. Wow. Yeah. So I did know it was important, and that. And, and I don't watch that show anymore. You don't like. Watch that I didn't show watch anymore. that second season. And then, which is I think really we, just hurting yourself. I think we even no, but I yeah no no well yeah yeah. But I, but I like it was because it's a fantastic show. Yeah, but it wasn't about the show. It no, was about exactly. doing about, something together. Well, and then you're gonna think of that when you watch the show. Well, that's like, what happened is because then I try like you were like, let well, all right, well, fine, well, let's watch Barry. It's really good. You should watch it. And we watched the first one of the second season, and I just, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I don't even think we finished the episode because I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. Because that's what I'm sit there. Because I'm sitting there left with. 
Like I don't I there I don't enjoy watching something for the first time with somebody who's already seen it and they're kind of standing over me being like it's good, right? It's good, right? And I don't really have that thing, but I think I know that you have that. Yeah. There is kind of a I don't know, like a And this was how long ago? This was like a year ago maybe. When was season 2 of Barry? Oh, beats me. Do you want me to text Emily Heller? She wrote on it. <laughs> brag. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Name drop brag. Uh, uh, name dropping. <laughs> it's the first joke I could think of to make. Do you want me to text Henry Winkler? <laughs> Do you know him? You know what's so funny? Actually, no, I don't even have to tell this. What? Now I'm going to think about that. Oh. Well, it's just at... at at Conan, they have like Craig. I know. <laughs> this, this is why I didn't want to tell it to you. Backstage at Conan, they have different like chairs that just you know different guests have sat on, and they're signed like Tom Hanks, Carl Reiner, and all this. Craig. And then one at the bottom is Henry Winkler. But like the particular day I was there, there was just happened to be stuff in front of the chair, so I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, poor Fonzie. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He literally can't sit on it. Like, hey. sit on it. Hey. You don't even like oh. happy days. You don't even <laughs> like happy days. But I can't pass up a joke. Oh, There's okay. three redheads on that show and you don't like it. It's too wholesome. It's happy days. It's not my cup of tea. Right. You prefer Roseanne. I loved Roseanne. Those were my people. I don't know why you say these things in the past tense. You still do love Roseanne. I do. I, I, it's been a little tainted by Roseanne. Oh, herself, well, so. yeah. But do you watch the Connors? No. Isn't it funny? Like when they were bringing back Roseanne, I feel like we were like, it should just be Jackie. And I know. And now I'm like, and John Goodman. And I'm like, I don't care. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's just too much stuff. There's too much. Stuff. There's too much stuff. There's too many housewives. There's too many cities. There's books to be read. I actually do read, guys. But like, um. I think the only like the only time specifically I can remember you being like, oh, you should watch this movie and you've already seen it. And we watched it together was old boy. And and then by <laughs> by the end of that, I was like, why did you make me watch that? And I can't believe you sat here and watched that movie again. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the whole movie, too. I'm like, this is so weird that she's like, I guess Glennis likes this movie that movie's so messed up i just love just there's something about it that gets me i love it it's so messed up i love revenge you guys it's such a it's such a whoopee cushion of a movie it's just a real hoot <laughs> what's that mean like it's a prank oh. making somebody watch that movie is like by the no. end they're just like <laughs> <laughs> don't you, you didn't like it you didn't think it was good I did, but it's horrifying. Well, of course, lots of movies are horrifying. Godzilla so is ridiculous. horrifying. You're ridiculous. If Godzilla trampled to ridiculous. our town, you're pathetic. I've, <laughs> I've had I feel too like, much coffee and not enough food. I feel like David Johansson and Scrooge. You are so pathetic. <laughs> you are so pathetic. <laughs> That was the little house on the prairie. <laughs> and I'm like, la, 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 smash. So, so you don't think it's a big deal, but you, but you recognize, 
for you personally, it's not, but you saw an opportunity to use it. Well, I would say that my feelings about it have shifted because I recognized what I was doing in the moment mm. and I knew why I was doing it. I was doing it to be spiteful and vindictive mm. to hurt you. Mm. So that's not right on my part. And I'm sorry about that because I didn't really ever apologize. I don't think properly for that because I think I just like did a brush off apology. Like why should this shouldn't matter to you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I watched Barry without you. Why don't you, you. text Emily about it? Sorry. <laughs> Ask her what happens in season three then. <laughs> Why don't you have her do a play for you? Just like bring the script over. <laughs> so funny. But uh but, Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. That is it's it was it does not still bother me. Well, that's good. Um but it but I also it sucks. I like it's like I I can't get that back. That was something special that we did together. And like, we don't really watch a lot of shows together anymore. Like we just watch John Oliver and then we kind of just watch shows separately, watch shows separately. So that sucks because now I'm like, fuck, I wish I could get that back. Like, that's the thing about like doing stuff out of spite. It's like, you never know what it, what damage it's really going to cause. It's like not a huge deal. We can probably start to watch shows again since we're talking about this. Maybe we can start to watch a show again together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. It's that thing of like it wasn't about the show. No, it was. Of it was not. something. It's like we I let do. my resentment build yeah. up, and then because I didn't talk to somebody about it, not even you, because sometimes when I've had a resentment, I've talked to somebody about it, and mm -hmm. then been like, "Oh, this is has nothing to do with Matt." I'm just, you know, I'm just telling myself this story or I have these old ideas or, you know, rules about my life, whatever. So that sucks because because I'm like, it bums me out that we can't watch shows together because it was nice to sit down and watch shows together. But also now I'm now I'm at this point in our marriage and in our relationship where I don't want there to be drama about things. And like every time I do cause drama in our relationship, I'm like, okay uh, I, I just fucking hate it i hate it you know what i heard the other day somebody was like drama is made up yes and i was like oh like it like it it was like a vault opening in my <laughs> head and i was like oh my god because it is yes that's because a drama you're watching a drama it's made up it's a melodrama yeah. and i was like oh my god drama is made up yeah it's like it's why you see so many rich people have like get all been out of shape over things that are like so minute because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. they have no issues. There right. are there's nothing wrong with their life. You know, yeah. I'm saying this as like no, but I yeah, it's it's the thing he talks about it in Manhattan when he's like it's they have every all their needs are fulfilled. So then they create problems. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't recognize that movie because of Woody Allen, but I understand its validity. Okay, well, Scarlett Johansson says he never did anything well, wrong. Well, I don't recognize ScarJo either. She could so. play a tree if she wanted to. <laughs> she's, she's an actor. She's the Catherine Hepburn of our generation. What did I she's say? The she's the Kathleen Turner of this generation. <laughs> it's just the voice. It's just like, stop smoking cigarettes. Oh, man. Um. So that. So that's. So all I'm trying to say is now I don't want there to be. I don't want the little things to be a big deal. So. Well, that's it. It's the ants, not the picnic. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um. But I'm glad we talked about this because. Um. 
It wasn't right. I do hope we can get back to a place where we can watch stuff together. We just watched a movie together. We go see movies together. It's just a TV show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's it's the stuff with the streaming. And but, trust me, I'm trying to say this. No, you can say it. I know no, I watch a lot of TV. I know, but it sounds like a put down saying like you watch a lot of TV. TV's awesome. TV. Of my course. Best. That's why I don't want it to sound like a put down. I don't take it as a put down. You're the one who's okay. thinking that I'm going to take it that way. Uh, Yeah. Not no, you're without, absolutely right. Not without reason because I have taken offense. To well, I've just, we grew up in an era of like you watch too much TV as a put down. Right. Like right. it means you're delusional. Oh, or lazy. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I think that there's so much. I mean, well, I, I can only speak for myself, and I feel like. Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> they didn't hear that. Didn't they? <laughs> they heard it next door. Didn't they? The squirrels ran away from the window. <laughs> uh, didn't they? I feel like that was the writing in in Marriage Story. Didn't they? Oh, oh, didn't they? They're, oh, he had some line. Shall we try now? There Who's was some. Shall we try now? Sorry. I know there was some line he had in it. I was like. And he was amazing, Adam Driver. He's always he's amazing. he's the he was the realest thing in the fucking movie. I discovered him when he was on Girls. Really? Yeah, I was like, he's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> I, and all of a sudden, in my head, I was like, "Well, I remember him in Newsies." And then I was like, "No, that's Christian Bale. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Doesn't he seem like he he would be in Newsies?" Mm, yeah, maybe. Adam Driver, he was the kid in Newsies. Yeah, or Oliver. Um, there was some line in it where I was like, "No one talks this way." Yeah, but you don't remember? No, because it was so, it's such jargon. It was just I know, you know. Oh my god, it was so long. Uh, anyway. Well, all I was gonna say was like with like with well, why am I just gonna keep bringing up shit? But like, <laughs> I can't keep up with you. You no, watch you you. But I don't I don't see it in terms of like, oh, God, she watches so much TV. It's like you are plugged in. You know, yeah. I think it's much more of a you you are like you're aware of what's hot and what's not, you know, <laughs> but you are you're a, you're a, like a great barometer of like, you know, shows that work. Well, it's always interesting to watch shows that work and like and I almost know immediately when I'm going to like something now because I'll. I'll give it like one episode, but mm -hmm. then I don't give it anymore. Really. Sometimes I'll go back to it and be like, okay, I'll give this a second chance, but it really yeah. gives me an idea of like what people are writing and what the acting styles like right now what the voiceover styles, right? Like right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just love housewives because they're just so out of touch and, and like, you don't see women that age on TV and like, it's just, <laughs> but I mean, it's like, <laughs> you can't, not you, but like people can't like just dismiss housewives. It's like, no, it's because there's a reason there's like 15 different ver cities because it's yeah. like, that's the, and it's so it's, I always love when something is um like, like with Frasier almost kind of overshadowed cheers. Yeah. Like the real housewives was in response to desperate housewives. Mm -hmm. And now people don't even remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's very true. Like the real OC. It yeah. was like there was a show called. The yeah. It's just like. With Misha Bartone. Right. Jesus. I used to, I used to do a character that said that. Misha Bartone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you used to? You still do that character. 
I did like a sketch show with Stephen Ruddy and Kate and Marcy. And my character was like, oh, your Aunt Jamron is calling about Misha Barton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then I tried to do it for my Mad TV audition. And they were like, um, have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? I was like, God damn it. They thought I was trying to be Napoleon Dynamite. I hate that when it's like, yeah. Oh, you're trying to be, yeah. Da, da, da. Like any, like I, like I was in a Conan sketch, and it's just like, I'm like, let me, let me, because I'm always curious what the comments are, because it's always either, hey, it's Commissioner Gordon, or hey, it's the Jaggings guy, or hey, it's some people are just straight up like, hey, do you watch wrestling? But then once in a while, you get that one fuck who's just like, oh, Louis C.K. is uh. Well, you know what? Louis C.K. took himself out of the game for you. So now you're the only redhead in the game. I know. Now when I masturbate in front of people, they don't say, hey. Matthew. What? 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 Only masturbate What? Gilda. What? (laughs) Oh, I can't even imagine how uncomfortable that was. Every time I think about that, I'm just like, no, no, that's so uncomfortable. God, that's awful. Stop it. I know. Ugh. And in and in the best fantasy in my head, I punch him in the dick and run out the room. <sighs> like I punch I him so hard in the dick that my fist goes like, into the hole. Like it re- like a telescope, it goes back in. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes off the top of his head. Boing! Oh, I always liked. I always liked. I I I appreciated when Mark Maron talked about it, and he was like, he's like. He's like, it's just, it's just, it's pathetic, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's such so a sick. Yeah. It's just such a, I mean, but whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, whatever. who gives a fuck? Can't give that guy more airtime. Good God. Um, <clears throat> did we, did we close, did we put a bow on that conversation? I think so. All I was going to say was like, <clears throat> I tr- I started watching Maniac and then you finished it. And I was just like, <laughs> well, I know. I'm, I just, I'm not going to, like, even, I, I even have friends on that show, and I'm just like, I'm just not, I just, there's, there's so little time. <laughs> you just got to find the time, Matt. I, and I'm just like, I just don't want to watch it now. Well, I do need to, um, I do need to, like, recognize when it's becoming, like, a numbing tool. <clears throat> oh, you know? just tuning out and watching something. Yeah, just like because I was doing that for a while and I was like, there right. are other things that I could be doing right now. And then I found that Neil Gaiman book and I was like, oh God, I forgot how much I love reading science fiction. Like I used mm. to read Jonathan Lethem and or Lethem, however you say his last name. So I'm so I'm like Orson I Scott's card. Orson Scott Card had two good books. Um but and Stephen King and like, you know, I love all that shit. Mm. But I and it and it I respond like my body responds differently to reading, obviously, you know, I like absorb it more. So there is something about watching that was becoming numbing. So now I'm like, I have to be aware of that um, because like I watched all three seasons of Atypical while over Thanksgiving, like just I didn't even have that much time to watch when we were in Rhode Island. Yes. When the fuck I did watched you- three seasons? They were only 10 episodes each, but still. Oh, like you put Jack down and then you just. Yeah. Watch. Okay. Yeah. You watch three seasons. Yes. It's such a good show. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay. So this is what you do. And then I. And then you say, okay. And then the conversation never. And then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm sure it's great. Like I can't, I fucking. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like I still, like I, I, I still gotta watch. Uh, I'm trying to find the movie in this pile of fucking movies. Wait, can we talk about uh, Jack watching Buster Keaton? Oh God, he loved it. Oh, that was so great. He, it was the, it was Sherlock, Sherlock Junior. So there's a part in. Sh- well, it was Sher- on TV. It was just on TV, wasn't it? On Turner Classics or something. Yeah. While we were back. Well, I East. put it on because I was like, oh, there's no dialogue that he has to follow. Yeah. And it's, you know, because like, like I put on like the second episode of The Mandalorian for him because I was like, it's basically all action. Like you can just watch it. Yeah. And um, so like Buster Keaton, I was like, oh, this is perfect because it's he's at an age where he can watch and be like, wait, why is this man doing this? This yeah. is like, you know, slapstick. And so there's a scene where it's brilliant. I think this might be, I don't, maybe not, but I think it might be the first time in cinema where a character walks into a movie, mm-hmm. you know? So he's in the movie theater and he jumps into the screen and then the scenes keep cutting. And like, I, I can, I, like I'll kind of guide Jack a little bit. Like every time the scene would change, I'd be like, oh, the scene changed. And it's just, he was hooked. And, and was he just, started acting like Buster Keaton right after, right, like trying to do Pratt Falls and right. stuff. It was so cool. Yeah. So it was like the thing that really got him was he's like standing on a mountain. I was like, oh, oh, he's on a mountain. Oh, my gosh. And then the scene cuts and then he like is on a rock in the middle of the ocean. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, he was going to walk. And now he's so. So then he goes to dive and then he dives and it cuts to he's in snow. And then he just falls headfirst in the snow and his feet are sticking out of the snow. And Jack fucking came apart laughing. So funny. And it's if, like, why would he dive into the snow? <laughs> and then when he like leans against a tree and then yeah, he, he disappears. He and tries to lean there. and then yeah. And then then he's in a lion cage and lions are chasing him. And I then was, if we were really obnoxious parents, we'd be like, our son is really into Buster Keaton. Like he enjoys Buster Keaton. He's, just, he's a cinephile. We don't beat our child. We just show him <laughs> what great art can come from somebody who was beaten as a child. <laughs> Must Keaton. You'll never be anybody because we'll never beat you. Oh, my. Because that's the thing. It's like he wasn't trying to be funny. He just was funny. Well, that was a good reminder to see that, too, because I've been struggling so much lately with, like, auditioning and stuff and, like, trying to find my voice again. And that was just a good reminder of, like, just do it. And then it's paying off. Oh, yeah. I was at a callback the other day. And the guy was like, no, it's very important. Like, don't try to be funny. And I'm standing there and I'm like, oh, my God, he has to say this yeah. to, like, the actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I left the audition yesterday, Jessica said that after every person would leave, the casting director would come out and be like, that. don't yeah. do this. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Don't, I have another yeah. thing. Do not do. Right. To add to my list. That's always so funny. Guess what they didn't do after my... Okay, I'm going to stop. Um, okay, so let's talk about... Uh, we watched A Marriage Story, um, which is the most... <clears throat> it's probably the biggest misnomer <laughs> in the history yeah. of movies. We call them divorce story. Since Naked Lunch, like when the kids on The Simpsons walk out, like, I can think of two things wrong with that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a divorce story. It was a divorce story. Which I, we, we knew going in. Of course. Um, which I, if the movie had been different, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're just trying to be cute. Aren't you a marriage story? But I feel like they were trying to be cute. Like there were so many things in the movie where I was just like, 
just tell the story. Just fucking tell the story. You don't have to have all these little like, mm, I don't know the the lingo. Like you don't have to have all these little like, um, you know, like reading the letter at the end. Like, I didn't mind that. I didn't like it. You felt that was too on the nose? It was too on the nose. Yeah, but I mean... It's like the whole movie, the kid is having trouble reading, and then what does he finally read? The letter that she wrote at the beginning of the movie. Spoilers. There's so... Like, either watch it or don't. Don't I fucking... I Matt hates spoilers. I mean, he hates when no, no, no. Say spoilers. Oh, well, yeah, because I'm just like, look, if you're going to watch it, watch it. Like somebody can tell me everything that happens in the Irishman. I'm like, you're still, I'm still going to find the time at some point and watch all three and a half hours of it. Right. And not be like, Oh, what? What are you going to be like? Oh, what? <laughs> um, I did. I just don't like when things are like kind of predictable. Like as soon as I saw him, heard him reading, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to, it's going to be the fucking letter. But then again, yeah, but that, but, but you're good. Like, I didn't see that coming. Well, sometimes I'll see things coming, but I watch a lot of TV. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're, you know, there's not a word for you're well-read for watching. I'm well-watched. You're well-watched. Yes. You know? Um, I don't know. I just felt it was kind of, like, predictable. Um, well, I didn't like anybody in the movie. I didn't like anybody. I liked the mom. See, she was too kooky. She was too you know, <laughs> goofy. The honestly, honestly, the only character I liked in the movie was Ray Liotta. Oh, funny. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. He knows he's an asshole. Right. And he's comfortable with who he is. He reminded me of the janitor in The Breakfast, in the Club. Breakfast Club. He's yeah. the only person who is aware of who he is and accepts who he is and is comfortable with who he yeah, is. Yeah, but the rest of them are teenagers. They're not supposed to know who they are yet. But, but, no, I get what you're saying. I'm you know, because even, even like Laura Dern's character was like a phony baloney. But I fucking loved her. Well, she's amazing. They were all amazing. No, no, no. I don't even mean the actor. I love the character. Of Nora? Oh, yes. I loved Nora. She was my Why? favorite character in the movie. Really? Yes, because... She has no, she's not biased. She is a strong woman who is not, bi she doesn't have, she doesn't have any horses in, in the race. Like she doesn't give. Sure I mean, she, she did. I know. Oh. But I'm saying in, in the race of like men versus women, yes, she represents her clients, but like, she's just a strong woman who doesn't have to, um, God, I wish I was better at talking. She, she think like. Think about what you want to say. Think about what you're going to say and then say it. That's what Jack says to her son. Nope, that's Matt. <laughs> no, Jack doesn't say that to our son because our I son is Jack. I should have eaten Jack. food before we did this. Um, I like Scarlett Johansson's character was so. Um, did you know her character was supposed to be Chinese? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Uproar. Um, she she was so. Uh, she defined herself by in her relationship, and she. Um, was addicted to yes she yeah. her hobby was her husband and um and then there's this woman who's just like i don't give a fuck anymore like that's female empowerment that's like you know i, I am who i am take it or leave it mm -hmm. this is how our society works this is how the world is like when she gives her that whole speech in the office she's like they're not going to treat you the same way that they're going to treat him and that is just how it is you know and i'm just like yes thank you so much for being this character in this movie because I found Scarlett jo Johansson's character so annoying. And mm. I know why, because I know that's 
who I was and am trying to grow out of is this is kind of the arc that we see her character going to. But they have to get divorced for her to like grow and change because she doesn't think that she can do it within this relationship because she's so fucking codependent. Interesting. Yeah. I want to hear your take on Adam Driver's character because that whole scene with the with the woman from child services or whoever co- that comes over. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Cause that was my favorite scene in the whole movie. My thoughts on his character in that scene. No, your thoughts on his it character. Was... I just think that was the perfect example of his character. That scene. Really? Why? Well, I want to hear your thoughts on him first. Well, I, his character was, um, I think not honest with himself. Mm-hmm. You know, because there it's it see it's strange because with 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 a, a narrative like that, you you kind of have to depend on the other characters to inform you of who this is like with improv. Yeah. Like you don't walk on the stage and say, I'm a re, you know, I'm a divorcee and I you know And I love to kick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fifty. I can kick, I can stretch. <laughs> Baby Yoda. I'm I'm 50. I'm 50. (laughs) It's the other characters who say, well, you know, since the divorce, you've just, you've gotten so much stronger and you're working out more. You're walking upright. Yeah. So in that respect, you have to believe everyone. Like when she says he's so self-absorbed, it's like there is a balance of, well, is that her perception? Is she projecting that onto him? Or is that, in fact, who he is? Probably it, well, well, yeah. She's also enabling him. Well, th- th- because the the scene that I didn't like was when they get into the you know knock down drag out screaming argument, and because it's all you statements and it's just trying to top the next one. It's like, well, you did this. Well, you did that. But well, wouldn't you say that's what hap- What that's what happens when you don't talk about anything? Yeah. Well, I think that's inside? why. I yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like that. I didn't like them trying so hard to hurt each other but it was so cathartic because the whole movie had been so like not real up to that point like it was so just like niceties niceties like you even said why are they getting divorced like what is happening honestly it was like the movie opened and i loved the way that it opened and i was like oh my god i want them to stay together yeah that was my first thought yeah and then <sighs> 45 minutes later I'm like I don't give a fuck that was the longest movie I'm like then fucking then break up you know yeah I'm like I don't but there was a point where I was like why are they getting divorced it just feels like oh this is just what's happening in the movie and I'm watching it you know what I mean um but the scene with the woman observing observing dinner yeah um it was so uncomfortable um in like a good deliberate way yes not yeah, like it was watching old boy and i'm uncomfortable <laughs> it was like it, it, it was so real and so like trying to you know act like act as if yeah and the the kid was such a <laughs> great portrayal of like what a kid is like yeah, except that he was eight and couldn't read. I know. Well, people struggle. 
I mean, I just thought it was strange. It seemed it, it, it in in the context of the movie, it seemed forced. Yeah, you know. Um, but there's um the dis the 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 disinterest from the kid. I appreciated where it's just like, well, what's what's this letter? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, can I just? I'm going to tape my mouth and fall down. <laughs> so good. You know, I was yeah. like, that reminds me of Jack, but Jack is four, like you said, but yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that his character was, you know, self-centered so much so that he couldn't even realize it. Like when they're having the fight, and she's like, you're only, but that's what you want. And he goes, no. And he's like, well, yes, but it's I, almost trying to say, and which I could relate to the idea of saying, yes, that's what I want, but that's not why it's important. You know, that right. type of like sh just disappearing up your own ass. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's, what, it's what did you like about that scene? Well, first of all, it's interesting with his character because he does not get there on his own. Like it's, that's the way the world. And that's kind of why I loved Laura Dern's whole speech, because it's like, that is the way that he has been told to act by society. Like there, society is set up to serve men. Like that's largely how it's been for a very long time and still continues to be. So, so it's it makes sense that he wouldn't realize how selfish he is because he hasn't had to look at how selfish he is. He's a director. He's a playwright. He, you know, he, so people are always like kind of fawning over him. He was on the cover of this magazine when he was younger. So there's that also in addition to him being this, like, you know, the kind of the top of society, you know, as this cis straight white man. So, uh, then she also plays into that because she's very codependent and is kind of, maybe she doesn't know who she is coming into this relationship. That's what it seemed like to me, you know, and, and, and is serving him. So everything is serving him. So it's almost like a kid who's like never been told not to throw a tantrum. They just scream whenever they get, they want something and then they get what they want. And then all of a sudden somebody's like, no, you can't do that anymore. They're like, what, why you told me I could act like this. You know, you said this is how things work. So, of course, he doesn't know that he's selfish. You know what I mean? Which mm -hmm. is not an excuse for him. It's just that's what I that's how I took it. Mm. But then the um, cutting himself, like, I think he's just in that scene, like he's just so not aware of who he he's not aware of, like. Gosh, I don't even know how to put it, like he's not aware of who he is, he's not aware of um he's just so disconnected is what it felt like. Cause he's like, he expects his son to act a certain way when she's here because he's, he expects his son to understand the weight of this situation. And like, he makes this dinner that his son's like, what is this? Like, why'd yeah, you put yeah, green, yeah. why'd you put a garnish on a dish? You know what I mean? For a kid, like she's not going to eat this. This is all for show, you know? And then he's, he cuts himself and it's just like, he's just completely, checked out in this moment he's so overwhelmed by his emotions that he that he hasn't really been in touch with you know and that's why he like screams at her in that fight 
that he cuts himself and he's just like, I can't even fucking deal with this right now. And then it's just bleeding all over her while he's putting her purse on her. So ridiculous. Oh my God. When he pulls the paper towels and the whole roll goes with it, I'm like, that is me every single time I need a paper towel. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? There has to be a better way. We figured out tissues. It reminds me of like when you would get a CD and it's like, do you have to put fucking like a sticker on every possible opening of the fucking CD? Right. I'm like, I'm trying to drive a car. Like, stop making it difficult for me to open. Drive a car. Stop making it so hard for me to open this CD. I'm trying to drive home from the strawberries. (laughs) Getting a gift from your sister in the mail. She like wraps it in a bag, wraps it in in like wrapping paper, then puts it inside a bag, then puts that bag into an envelope and then puts the envelope into a box and tapes the box up. Well, she's Russian. She's Russian. (laughs) (laughs) Like a nesting doll. Right. You get it? Yes, it was bumper to bumper. You should have been, you, it was bumper to bumper in here. So what do you think? Is the, Do you feel like that's a pretty accurate? I guess so, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I mean, it's funny because it's just, I don't know that we totally get to know them either. They didn't. But I don't think they really know themselves. Yeah, maybe. Like the songs that they sing at the end are so. Well, I, oh yeah, it ends with them singing songs. Yeah. Which I kind of loved, you know, Bobby is my hobby and I'm giving him up. And what's that from? That's from Crazy For You. Uh-huh. That's a Gershwin musical, which is kind of like a Gershwin. And so what's that song about or what did it represent in the t- context of the movie? It, I mean, it's basically a song about a man. So it's like she's singing about a man and, yeah. and she's having this whole awakening in her life where she's like, I'm not going to be obsessed with this person anymore. I'm giving up my hobby of my husband, mm. which... I can admit that I had those similar thoughts when we were going through, when we were about to get divorced. I was like, finally, I can be who I really want to be. I can be me, which is so ridiculous to say out loud because it's like, just be you, like be you within the context of this relationship. But it's hard for somebody who's really codependent because I get, because I'm so used to, um, defining myself through other people yeah you know so she defined herself through this relationship it seemed like so it was kind of the perfect song for her to sing and then he sings being alive from company which is a sondheim musical which Mm -hmm. is the best musical and um and it's like he just you know the whole song is like make me alive make me um complete um Remind me what it means to be alive, you know, like feed me, feed me, you know, me, 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 me. And her song's about him. So it's just that she's like, I'm moving on. I can't be in this codependent relationship anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Someone to hold you too close. And he wants this. He wants that connection and that love. But it's like he's been he's been babied. You know, he hasn't had to grow up and be a man, which is so funny that he's like, like he, even when he's putting his apartment together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he doesn't know where woman. to put anything. Yeah. Right. He has a woman being like, put the plant there, hang this up here. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, there were certain things in the movie, like when we were like, does this guy, whoever the writer and director is, it, Oh yeah, like it just felt like, does he have kids? Yeah. 
Was he divorced? I mean, I guess he was divorced. He was married to Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah, I think people assumed that it was their relationship, but I saw some, I didn't read it, obviously, but some article was like, it, it's not based on his relationship or his divorce from Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah. And I'm like, everything's based on I know, like, like of course. It, come on, it's like Carrie Fisher being like, postcards from the edge is not about me and my mom. It's like, oh, oh. Oh, okay, Carrie. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's You're not. right. It doesn't seem like. <laughs> Come on. It's about Judy Garland and Liza. Minnelli. Yeah, right. You know, but it, but I get it because it's you got to start from somewhere and then you got to yeah and then you, know, you build it out from there. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, it's like. But I would love to on. talk to Jennifer Jason Lee about this movie. What's your take on this? JJL. <laughs> Jajel. Jajel. Or Jajel. She's fantastic on Atypical. She really is. Fantastic. Jennifer Jason Lee? Yes. She's she's the mother. She's okay. fantastic. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um Are you gonna make a point? Because I have something else to say. Yeah, I have a lot of points. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> you go, because I talked for a while. I just, um, it, it, it was just so, uh, there was too much, I don't know, I guess it was the point of the movie, but I mean, I was just like, put it this way, I don't feel like sitting and talking to a lawyer, no. and that's what the bulk of that movie is, yeah. it's just like, okay, I understand that this, you know, like, for example, if it was about working in an office i'm like i don't want to feel like i'm fucking sitting at work all day yeah you know so there was that aspect of it it was like there was it was too there was too much technical bullshit well it's not even like you can't really compare it to an office because like when you think about the office at least it was like you could find humor in this monotony oh, i didn't monotony. even mean the office right. i mean just a office yeah but with the it, divorce lawyers, it's just so, yeah, it's just so monotonous and mundane and like, and awful. Yeah. And then by the time we got to like Alan Alda, I was like. God, he was funny. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's always bothered me. Like, <laughs> like Kroll and Mulaney's characters were like obsessed with Alan Alda because I always felt like, but I do like Alan Alda movies. I know. <laughs> Alan Alda is a treasure. I'm sure, but they don't have a problem with Alan Alda. It was just this funny choice of yeah. like, oh, we're going to see the Alan Alda movie, you yeah. know. I always felt like a dork. I'm like, oh, shit. I like Alan Alda. <laughs> I like tuna. <laughs> I like tuna. Um, But I don't know. I mean, it was just like the beginning I thought was interesting. And then I, did, I never felt that connected to those two characters again throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. I just felt like I was watching a fight and a boring fight. Not that I thought the movie was boring. I was just like, fuck, this is over two hours long. But it wasn't, uh, what was the movie with Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer where they get a divorce know, or they're right. talking about getting a divorce. That is not a good movie. And it's just random scenes from their relationship. And it's yeah. annoying. Yeah. And there's nothing to latch on to, you know. Yeah, I felt like this was better. The I, I'm glad we watched it. I mean, I, I enjoyed kind of dissecting it, but I don't, I would never watch it again. And it was way too long. No. And it was just like, I don't know what the point of the movie was. Like, 
Because I don't well, think people it. are going to get what, yeah. what we're talking about, like walking out or like having watched the movie. I don't think they're going to be like, did she really know who she was? Was she really right? I'm just him? I'm like, left kind of empty after the movie. I'm like, what was the fucking point? Yeah. That she's going to tie his fucking shoe right before the credits? Like, right. I don't give a fuck. Because the only reason I understand that character is because I am that character. I yeah. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Like, it, was it a movie specifically written for me? Right. I mean, the only things that... I mean, this is the last... I don't even want to say negative, but I mean, this is this is the last thing that I'll say on... Well, this is the last negative thing I'll say on it. It's like when she first meets with Laura Dern, Scarlett jo- Scar Joe. And she's um, she could play a tree if she wanted to. She what are you quoting? What is that? Oh, because she keeps getting shit for like she played she played an Asian girl in a movie. No, I know that. But then she oh, was, so is that what people were saying? To well, no, that? because then she was going to play a trans woman in a movie, and people were like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. And then and then her, you know, when she's not busy defending Woody Allen yeah. and saying, I don't believe anything ever happened, yeah. which you should have seen Vince's face when I read him that. He goes, first of all, <laughs> he's like, how the he's like, first of all, why do I give a fuck what she exactly. thinks? And secondly, who, where the fuck does she get off saying that she knows shit about anything that happened in I that mean, house? Really? I mean, what for real. Fuck? If you want to sleep better at night because you work with him, you know, exactly whatever. That's what it is. But at any rate, um, she when she defended herself, she was like, I am an actor. An actor can play any role. An actor can be a tree. An actor. And it's just like, stop saying words. And that is society has taught her that she is the most important kind of actor. Yeah. And she now does not see that she is totally out of right. touch. It's like, and right. There are other, there are trans actors and Asian actors. Can right. you imagine? Could you even imagine if that was true? Um, It's just, it's like, yeah, okay, right. You can play any character, but it's like, at a certain point, you're Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, fuck off. <laughs> um, Whoa. So the only scene... What? <laughs> Me? It was just... Oh, the plane? <laughs> Did you fucking break wind? No! What happened? No. Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh. Wow. Well, that's... Yeah, that's... No, I know. It just... Yeah. Every time I think of that character, I'm like, whew. Yeah. <sighs> no wow. kidding. We've... We've not come very far at all, have we? I mean, my God. But at any rate, the uh, the scene, she, it, she, it's kind of a monologue from her. And she's just... Oh, it, with Laura Dern. Yeah. W- yeah, with Laura Dern. It's the first time they meet in Laura Dern's office. And she's just like, you know, she blows her nose. She It's just one long take. She gets up. She walks across the room. She blows her nose and throws it away. She comes back. She takes a bite. And she's telling her whole story, her perspective on the marriage. She takes a bite of the cookie. Wow, this is a really good cookie. And then she is like kind of like, like cleaning the cookie out of her teeth while she's talking. And like, it's just so it's I'm watching someone act. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And And, and that scene in particular, I'm like. All I can hear is I can play a tree if I want to, yeah. you know, and then you cut to like, like at no point did I feel like Laura Dern is putting on a fucking show for me. No. You know, like Adam Driver, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like he starts crying at the end of the movie. I started crying, Yeah, you know, as much as I was 
either in the movie or disconnected from the movie or buying it, I was just like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what they were trying to get across with that scene is that she's finally, she's telling her story for the first time. So it's like, she's taking, she's tasting a cookie for the first time. (laughs) That's what I was. Right. But all I was seeing was an actor making choices of just like, you know, it's just like, Oh, just be real for just for five seconds. Right. Like it's kind of lazy. The, the whole, I feel like she just showed up to set, which is so mean to say, but. Well, it's just at a certain point, because I don't, I'm not, I've never been formally trained in acting. I frankly, I don't know how to act. I know how to lie. I know how to pretend. I know how to, you know, access feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, like, like when I go into, like, I understand it sometimes when a casting director comes out and is just like, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I was like, oh my fucking God, are people doing that? Yeah. yeah. You know? Because yeah. I'll be the first one to tell you, like, if I read a script and I don't understand it, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know how to do this. You know? Mm-hmm. If I see what the game is, if I see what the joke is, I'm like, oh, I can do that. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, If a director can direct me. Yeah. You know? Because I there, there have been times, like, I can think of things where I'm like, Oh, I got, I understand what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I could do that. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'm a good at, like I, I do. I, it does come from, I feel like a lifetime of putting on a show for people, putting on, you know, like, like we've talked about before of like this idea of who does this person want me to be so mm-hmm. I can feel comfortable, you know? Yeah. So I can be liked. Yeah. Well, and I think the more... I mean, you used to do a whole podcast about lying. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. I've lied my entire life to everybody, but most of all to myself. And it was exhausting. And, you know, being... And that's what I was going to say is, like, honesty is a huge tool for, like, acting. You know, just being honest about... That's it. Like, being human and saying, like, okay, if I was really... Which I think is... What it makes me think of is, like, I can't imagine being somebody like Scarlett Johansson who is so big and has had this huge career from a very young age, but I can't imagine you understand what it's like to like wake up at, at, you know, four in the morning and drive Lyft. You know what I mean? Like those are like real experiences that Mm. you can tap into in these moments. Like, yes, it's just acting, but also it's like it, if you don't understand it, then like, don't you kind of need to understand it in order to act it? Yeah, which is why I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm watching Scarlett Johansson, whereas, you know, Ray Liotta's on the screen. And I I, I, I don't want it to sound like, oh, I don't like women. I, I prefer the men in the movie because Laura Dern was right there. I'm like, oh, no, no that's, thinks that. that's not Laura. Dern. Yeah, but I just I hear myself talking and I get self-conscious. I know, of course. As um, you should. <laughs> you know. Like, I remember, like, I was in, this is such a tangent, but, like, I, I, I was in a, one class I was in in, um, in high school, like, it was about, like, equality, and the teacher was, like, he was this very, he was very, like, first-year teaching, young guy. Uh, He's like, we're going to wrap everything. I mean, he was so, like, I'm going to blow your minds, Aww. you know, yeah, uh, Toomey, Mr. Toomey, and he was, like, um. He's like, you know, like Al Pacino got paid this much for the movie Scarface 
and uh, and and Michelle Pfeiffer got paid this much for the same movie. And I'm like, I'd seen the movie. And I'm like, first of all, he's Al Pacino. Yeah. You know? Second of all, he's the fucking star of the movie and the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And I'm like, if we actually looked at screen time, like how much she's in the movie, it was just, it was such a, it was a point that I wanted to agree with because clearly there is a disconnect. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, this was the worst example, example yeah. for your argument. Yeah. There's lots of examples that we can pull from now. No shit. <laughs> no fucking shit. Yeah. But at any rate, I'm just, you know, the mo the movie opened. I mean, when they were in marriage counseling, right? Yeah. Um, I was completely taken out of it because all of a sudden Robert Smigel is their fucking marriage counselor. And I'm like, why? And at one point, why? he even says, this is uh, good for me. And then I thought, to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I thought was like, he's going to take out, he's like, S let's communicate with each other with hand puppets. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what's, hey, it, what's up with this bitch? Hey, honey. <laughs> I think you need to get divorced, bitch. You know, like I got fucking Kyle Ren sitting there and he's like, which button calls your mom to pick you up? <laughs> yeah. Um, that was but, very weird. But, but he's an actor and he deserves roles too. Sure. Is he an actor? He's a he's a comedy writer. He's a writer. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like is is he pr now pursuing acting? It's, it's I don't think so. It's just strange. I don't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> fucking, I'll text Can you call him? I'll text Robert Smigel. Um but the way that scene ended or the way that the rest of it played out in the marriage counseling, it did it completely brought me back to when we were in marriage counseling me too. because I was kind of in kind of self-pity you know sure how could you not be but but you fucking hated everything being, <laughs> you hated me you hated the marriage counselor and you hated the situation you were like oh so I'm the fucking bad guy right right you know I was unable to look at my part in anything mm-hmm which I will fully admit, I was very angry that I had been betrayed by you. Mm -hmm. But she was a terrible counselor. She was a terrible therapist because she never wrote anything down. So we had to start all over from scratch. Every time Every it was time we went into the fucking room. I'm like, that's literally all you have to do is write my fucking name down. She called me the wrong name maybe twice. And she kept saying she told me I had ADHD and she said that I should go to school to be a therapist. Yeah. It's like, what are we here for? Every time we were there, she was like, wait, were you molested? She said that to me? Yes. What? I don't even remember that. Every time we were there, you would start talking. And she goes, wait, were you molested? Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, she was yes. Terrible. Every like it was it was she every time we would go, she'd be like, so tell me who you are again <laughs> what's going you. on show me on the doll you would start talking the and then she'd be like wait so we were you molested I, every fucking oh time my god i can't believe i forgot that yeah. I was so that made me i almost walked out the door on like that's when scarlett johansson walks out the out of the room i was like yes i should have done that i was so annoyed with that woman there are a lot of bad therapists out there guys well um, she wasn't even well i guess she's 
she was a she wasn't a therapist. She was a um, social worker, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know what's the difference. I don't know. You have to have a degree. Anyway, so at any rate, but there are a lot out there that are not. Stable. But I mean, like the two other therapists I went to, day one, they're writing everything down. Yes, and then the second time I go, but I I I noticed it the second time too. The second therapist. First meeting, they write down everything. Then the next time they just sit there and they're like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Because they're like, they listen to you once. They're like, okay, here's what you've already diagnosed you from the very go. Because the when I was talking to my not that you're there for a diagnosis. I'm saying they know who you are from the get-go. Yeah. They're like, because we're not that fucking complex. We're special. Right. It's we're just (laughs) okay, it's this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know? Really? When it comes down to it? Like, I talk about it in my act where I'm like, the first therapist I went to, like, I was like, you know, I think I might have a drinking problem. I definitely smoke pot all day. And she's like, well, what about food? Do you have an issue with food? I'm like, oh, so now I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, But like, literally, my reaction was like, what? Yeah. No. No, that has nothing to do with it. Meanwhile, that was a time in my life, like, I was ending every day eating a full pint of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, yes. The good old days, um, the depressed old days. That's what I call the Great Depression when we were the, just eating. The, the depressed old days. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just. What time do you need to leave? Two fifteen. Oh, okay. Um, twenty. I. Was at my second therapist out here. Yeah, my therapist out here in LA. She was lovely. In my second session with her, when I was really being honest, you know, I had already, you know, I got sober and I was like, look, I need to figure out what is going on with me. Yeah. She, I forget what, how, how exactly the, the, the question was phrased, framed, mm-hmm. but it was basic. My answer was like, well, when Glennis and I first got together, I felt like like I could help her, you know. Yeah. Um, and so when like she 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 asked me, and I was like, well, and I'm like, it's one of those things where like the honest answer is like <laughs> wavering in the darkness, and then for the first time, I actually grabbed it and said the mm. honest to God's truth. And when I said that, I was like, well, I felt like I could help her. Her reaction was, she goes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like she knew the answer. Yeah. She knew it all along and was like, couldn't believe that I actually could say it out loud and admit it. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. Um. So I don't, wow. I don't feel like at any point, like in the movie, did any, I don't know that anybody had like a yes moment like that. Maybe it was just no, weird. That's not how. No, that's not how most people grow. Like they just kind of. I think that if they had stayed in counseling with the right counselor mm-hmm. um, who used sock puppets, I feel like they could have they well, could have grown even, together. He was supposed to be a mediator, a mediator. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's who yes. we went to at first. Yeah. We went to a mediator. Right. Because yeah. we weren't, it's so funny. Like we didn't want to use lawyers. This was this was our, our story really up until was. a point. Until we were just like, wait, 
stop. Yeah, stop because we had another solution presenting itself and they didn't have another solution presenting itself. So this is like two people that are just trying to figure it out on their own. And the best way that she can think to be her own person and to finally have her own voice is to be out of this relationship, you know, because. Which is so sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. But it's like, but, but like with us, it was, um, I was like, all right, well, like, cause what kills me is the kid. Right. Yeah. In the movie. And like, he can't read. Obviously we have a kid. Yes. I'm just kidding. If you can't read, it's okay. I feel bad about saying that. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Matt can't read. <laughs> Everything but the reading part. <laughs> um, the kid kills you. Because with us, there was a point where I'm like, I just want what's best for, for Jack. And it was uh, uh, like, I could honestly say it, it probably will be better for him if we are not together. Right. Cause it's very volatile, very, very toxic. Just, you know, and especially in that period, like leading up to, and then after, you know, getting like meeting with a lawyer to get divorced mediator. Well, she was still a lawyer, though. Oh, I'm a lawyer. Okay. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> um, it's just a lot better now. It's too bad. Like I, like I, it, it like it, it hurts for those characters. It hurts me for those characters that I'm like, because they they didn't fix anything. Nope. You know. But then they think, but that's their best. They think that they're. Like, it's just, we're just left with this, well, she's just, they're always going to love each other, but they're just not together. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I think Blue Valentine was a much better movie. A, 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 a portrayal of a couple that's not working. Is that, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Like, that movie's devastating. It's very, very, very hard to be. Like, oh. that movie, I feel like. No, guys, you're trying to make something work that, that doesn't, doesn't work. work. Right, right, right. Whereas these, I, I, it, I think there wasn't a lot married. of substance. They could have stayed married had they been able to. If they had to worked see on themselves. Exactly. What their own part in this, in the dissolution of this marriage right. is, which is very hard. Which maybe, maybe that's just us bringing our own shit to the movie. Of course it is. But I mean, it's, but it's just. <sighs> This when we wrote this movie, it's not about us. Right. <laughs> no, but I mean, but that is they just they just quit, and now she's with this other like she's already with another goof. Well, that's why all the divorce rates are so high because I do think that there are cases like the Blue Valentine where people yeah. should not be together. This right. is a bad pairing, right? And I've been in those relationships before for sure. You need to go jump ship, but there are a lot of just like okay, well, you know, I mean. We're done. We're just not going to do it anymore. And I think it. people get married when they don't really know themselves. So how can you really know somebody else if you don't know yourself, right? Like, how yeah. the hell are you going to love somebody else if you can't love yourself, RuPaul, right? So then, of course, you're going to get divorced because you're going to... Yes, of course. I mean, I don't need to say any more than that. Of course. Is this the part of the show where you cry? What's no, no, thing? that's coming oh. up. <laughs> that's up. That's coming up. Um... 
you made me you reminded me of when when i think it must be in that first meeting with nora scene or i don't know when but at one point scarlett johansson says um and it's so funny i can't it's there's something to that like i don't know her character's name all i saw was scarlett johansson you know what i mean she says like in that George Harrison documentary. Why don't I just be like his wife? Like, I'll just be a mom. I'll just be a wife. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know her name, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's so funny because maybe it's just been a minute since I've seen that documentary. I don't remember that aspect of it. I'm not saying it's not there, you know? I'm just saying I don't remember that aspect of it. What I do remember is she was the one in the movie, in the documentary that says, um, people always ask me, what is the key to a long-lasting marriage? Do you remember what her answer was? No. You don't get divorced. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, because marriage is because, fucking hard. Right. It's it's this idea that it will somehow be... And and, and believe me, if it, like with the Blue Valentine thing, like like if, any, if you're not supposed to be together, then good, then don't be together. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it... Like, I'm sorry if, like, you have children that really complicates the fucking shit out of it yeah. because it was like that was something i was looking down the barrel of was like i am always going to have a relationship with this woman yeah like she screams and says how am i gonna i can't believe i have to fucking know you forever i have to know you forever (laughs) i was like oh i'm right there with you scar joe yeah yeah you know because either way it's you're gonna have this person in your life you're going to take like we talked about last time or the time before you're going to take all this shit into your next relationship yeah you're going to try to fill the hole that you feel inside of yourself where you're like who am i what do i like what do i you know with another person or with playing a role in this new relationship you know like and this is all just speaking from experience i did this with every relationship with the first with mitch i was Susie homemaker i was i was fucking making i would make like ice cream cakes i would make like you know me, I don't like to fuck, I don't like to bake for sure, you know? So like, I'm just playing this role, you know, and he's making more of the money and I'm playing the role. And then eventually I'm like, what am I doing? I'm fucking 20 years old, you know? Like, I don't want to do this. I want to be on SNL. So, you know, I start going out and and living this other life. And Mm. then that relationship disappeared. And then with I'm like, I'm going to beep that out. But I'm going to, you know, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Who cares? But I just don't want to say his name, but anyway, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving all I'm, he's the center of attention. So I'm disappearing. And then like what I want doesn't matter. You know, I'm, I'm insignificant in this relationship. And, uh, and then with us, you know, I think the same kind of thing started happening where like, I don't know. I don't know what role I was playing in our relationship because my life was, changing so much because that's when my dad was diagnosed and like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I don't really know what role I was playing, but probably victim, you know, take care of me, um, helpless, which adults are not helpless for the most part, like, you know, able-bodied, like able mind, I should say adults are not helpless. We are, we're powerless. Right. I don't know. I feel like I'm putting my foot in my mouth. How? I don't know. I'm just like, I feel out like I'm out on a ledge. (laughs) No, I don't know. So yeah, I, I, I brought my shit into every relationship 
our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like we said, if, if we had gotten divorced, I would have just taken this shit to a newer relationship, killed that relationship, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Well, that's why we stayed together. Cause it was like, well, we've never tried this healthy. Well, I think we stayed, I stayed with you in the beginning because I was, it was all based in fear. I was afraid to be alone uh-huh. and I was afraid. I think that's it. I was afraid to be alone. And then it ended up being a good thing because then I was able to like really start to see you changing. And that made me go, Oh, maybe he isn't the person that I thought he was. And then it became a real reason to stay like, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that is what happened when I got sober guys would say to me, cause I'd be like, oh, she threw me out. I don't know what I'm going to do. And they'd be like, see if she'll put it off. Like, see if she can put it off for a year because she's not divorcing that guy anymore. Yeah. You know, and I'd be like, that's great. Maybe you could explain that to her because yeah, <laughs> not she's taking not my claws. Right now. I, um, did I say I, claws? claws? Claws. My Santa Claus. I, uh, I didn't, I think like thinking about this movie, watching this movie, the feeling I had watching this movie, I didn't want to visit that place again. I didn't want to go back to this place that we have been through because I just don't want to like, we've lived, we lived there. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. We processed it. I went through some big emotions, like big fucking, you know, realizations about my life. And like, I kind of don't, it's just like, ugh, it's like trudging through quicksand which you can't, you're stuck in quicksand. It's like living in quicksand watching that movie for me. Well, it's interesting because we, it's um, in a way we kind of got, because our story veered off from like, uh, we, our story was parallel with theirs to a point. And then it veered off. Like once she meets with Nora, Nora, yeah, it's now we're, now we're like taking a glimpse into what could have been. Yeah. Because that also includes us not working on ourselves. Yeah. And I had a lot more anger. Than ScarJo? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a fucking hurricane. (laughs) Not anymore. No. No, I'm like a a little breeze. (laughs) Just a little breeze. A little breeze. Oh, the breeze. (laughs) Through the trees. You're the breeze in the trees. ScarJo. (laughs) yeah um why'd you take a picture of that so if you wanted the timestamp, oh thank you it's a good way to do it um so basically that's, that's interesting yeah yeah so what you're saying is is that you agree with her that woody allen didn't do anything to anyone And that we can play any role. Look at me. I'm playing a rug right now. I'm a rug. I'm a tree. I'm a... Walk there was the, There was a part at the very beginning of the movie where I was like... Like when they showed what his plays are like. And I was just like, oh, God. When she climbs on the guy's back. Yeah. <laughs> when Even when she walks out into the darkness. Out from the darkness. Right. I'm into just, the light. Which I'm like, okay. It's, it, it's just this... <clears throat> I don't know. An actor playing an actor. Yeah. I'm like, I just. It just makes me think of John Lovitz. Acting. <laughs> I I mean, I enjoy a, a heavy movie. I enjoy like a obviously a fucked up movie, old boy. But I enjoy like 
I like weighty stuff. I like heavy stuff. I like to watch stuff like. Have you seen Kramer versus Kramer? Yeah. Yeah. And you know how they got that little boy to cry in that movie? Oh, God. Those Horrible. assholes. Told him his dog got hit by a car. What the fuck? Roll it, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Assholes. But you did it. You got your movie. I know. You it's got like, your shot. It's like. Fucking Hollywood. It's like it's, it's, at a certain point, like. It's like, that's not acting. <laughs> no, you hired the wrong kid. Like in like in Meet Me in St. Louis. <laughs> the little girl. The little girl is yeah. hysterical. And we're like, what did they do to what this poor do? girl? I know. Probably like choking mom off camera <laughs> to get like, we're killing your mother. No. Roll it, Johnny. Well, my favorite show. Roll him. <laughs> Roll him. Uh, my favorite show when I was a kid was Mr. Ed. And then when I found out how they got him to talk, I was like, no. How did they get him to talk? They poked him in the butt. With a carrot. <laughs> somebody lied. You're putting me on. Did somebody lie to me? I don't. I think, think they were like putting a carrot in his I thought they just like put like peanut butter, peanut butter in his mouth? his mouth or something. Don't you think it's. <laughs> so you think if a horse. What a Hollywood. <laughs> so, but you think if you poke a horse in a butt. Cut this out. No, leaving this in, he's going to like move his mouth around weird and he's not just going to kick you with his fucking like 400 pound horsepower fucking hooves. Oh, God. Why do I say things out loud? To get perspective. <laughs> to get perspective. You think it was. Can we look it up? Nobody would ever say that online. No. Oh, my God. <sighs> So anyway. was there a, was there another point that you were wanted to make about the movie that no, we didn't that's get to? what I wanted to say was that I didn't like it because I didn't want to I don't want to go back to that place because I feel so good and I feel like I I have been working so hard on myself over the last two years and have come from this place where I don't want to go back to that place. I don't like visiting there. Um, well, you know, you, we don't regret the past, you know, it's not a regret. I acknowledge the past, but like closing the door on it. It's like, it's, but that's what this show is that we're doing is an opportunity to, cause we got, cause we came through the other side. Well, that's the thing is like, but it's like, but at the same time, I don't, we don't know if we're, we could still get divorced. Matthew. I doubt it. Matthew. I seriously doubt it, but you understand my point. Well, of course, we don't have control over anything, really. But, but if we stop continue, if we stop working on ourselves, then yes, absolutely, there is a chance yeah. that our relationship could fall apart. I don't like watching things. I don't like watching people in a situation I've been in without a solution because it makes me feel. It, it just brings back all those feelings like this. Talking to you like this, mm. no, we we've moved past it. We've worked through it. We have perspective we have clarity we have a sense of humor about it there's not a lot of pain left from it for me like there's you know i've i've processed all that stuff i believe you know mm. i could be wrong there could be stuff that comes up but like those weren't the feelings that were coming up in this i wasn't like yeah fucking men you know i was just like i don't like seeing myself in that that's what's going to make me cry i don't like seeing myself I don't like seeing somebody who doesn't know who they are. It's tragic. It's tragic. Yeah. And is trying to be. Because those, those two characters are still 
stuck. Yeah. They're just not married to each other anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She ran across the street to tie his shoe. Like, gross. Go live your own life. Go. Let him deal with the consequences of a shoe being untied. Yes, I know he's holding your son. Yes. Yeah, but that's a very good point. Is this guy clever enough that that was the point he was trying to make? Like that he's like, they can sing all their songs all they want, but they are unchanged people. I think so. I I mean, since everything in a movie is deliberate, I would think that her running across the street is not an act of kindness and love is act. I would hope that somebody would have, but it does feel like, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it was just to show that they still love each other. Right. I feel like that. I feel like that was the way it was given to us as Uh. like she, because before that, the last scene is him reading the letter and he's like, she says, I'll always love him. Right. Right. Even if we're not together. Then she runs across the street to tie his shoe. Yeah. But it's, there's still, it's like, oh, so you're just not going to be married, but you're still codependent. Like, I got to run across the street to tie your shoe because you're a grown man. She doesn't have to do that. She chooses to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah, That is, well, I just want to clarify the, the, well, she doesn't see that there's a choice. Exactly. But she's volunteering to take care of this man that she's no longer with. Yeah. Like, and then he's got a look on his face like, oh, she does still care about me. Oh, she is still going to take care of me. Yeah. While you're down there. I, the only thing I do, uh, fuck, but it's like the Halloween. I do like that. I did like that aspect of like, because it's always the family holiday. Gotta go. Okay. Because I still have to print that stuff out. No, just make your point. But I'm saying I just need to leave. I like that they used Halloween as a backdrop in a couple places. Yeah. As like, well, this is an important family thing. Well, and it's also like there's no, it's just about fun. Like Halloween, there's not like I got to go see my family for Halloween. Like it's going to be a real tough uh, right. Halloween. You know? yeah, it's like, it's no, like, it's just fun. I'm trying to avoid my, my in-laws on Halloween. <laughs> so it's even more tragic because of that. But I did like that, you know, he her goes. and her family were dressing like the Beatles. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I didn't know. And they're like, well, you could be George Martin. And then he's just a ghost who's been cut out of the pictures. Well, that wasn't even him. He was, I know. Oh, that wasn't him as the ghost? I f- no, it was. He was carrying was it? the sheet up. Oh, he just... was. Yeah. Yeah. So he was John Lennon. Oh, so on the nose. Yeah. Oh, too soon. Okay. He was George Harrison. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting, I'm like, oh, you, you can be Pete Best. <laughs> oh, you could be Yoko since you ruined everything. <laughs> No, you can be nobody. You can be dead. She should have just said that. Here's a sheet. You can be dead. Here's a sheet. You're a ghost to us. (laughs) Goodbye. We've cut you out of our lives completely. Walk behind me. Um, Well, email us. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on the Facebook group. Yeah, I love you. Okay, pod at gmail.com, facebook.com, and then just search. And... And rate, review, and subscribe, you know, just yeah. to help us get some word out there. Yeah, if you like the show, tell a friend. But, you know, I mean, again, I, if, you, if you want to tell us about, just tell us about your relationship, and we'll yeah. tell you what we think. I don't know. I don't know. This was fun to kind of talk yeah. about this movie. Yeah. Like, um, I, I know nothing, but I know what my experience has been. And- I want nothing. I want nothing. No quid pro quo. I want nothing. <laughs> I just love that clip of him screaming that. I know. That. He's such a... 
Anyway, if you guys want to, uh, yeah, send us your stuff and um, we will be back next week. And um, that's it. This has been Shooting the Shiz with Molly McFizz. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. I love you, okay? Okay.